Hi, I'm Vanessa, and this is my podcast, A Journey with Vanessa Chu. I've been reading the book, Ultimate Confidence, The Secrets to Feeling Great About Yourself Every Day by Marissa Peer, and sharing in my last few episodes what stood out to me the most and how I'm putting everything I've learned into practice. Her book takes you through 10 steps, and in step two, there's a part about rejection and why rejection can be the best thing to happen to you. Years ago, I would have laughed at that statement and said anyone who thinks that is crazy, but now I really believe it. And after I read that chapter, I knew right away I wanted to make an episode about rejection, and this is going to sound really weird, but I'm really excited to talk about this topic because I've been rejected so many times and I'll gladly share my experiences in this episode and what I've learned. I think Marissa Peer hits the bullseye when she writes that we all have a fear of rejection and a need for acceptance. I fully agree with that. Growing up, I always had a fear of being rejected and judged by family, friends, just anybody. We want people to accept us. And when we get rejected, it's such a shot to your self-confidence. And this topic brings to mind a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt that I really love. No one can make you feel inferior without your permission. This is something the author brings up often in this portion of her book, that no one can ever make you feel rejected unless you allow them to. She writes, no one can reject you unless you agree with them. In order for someone to reject you, they have to believe something about you which is going on in their mind, not yours. You have to believe everything they believe in order to allow them to reject you. I can think of many examples in my life where I felt completely rejected because of insults and criticisms I've received. Years ago, I moved for a new radio job, and it was working with another person on a morning show in that city, and we got some hate. I remember somebody posting on our station Facebook page, no offense, but I don't like the new morning show, and I don't like listening to the noob Vanessa. Noob is slang for newbie, by the way. And then she added, I can't stand her laugh. It makes me cringe. I can tell you exactly how I felt after reading that. Really angry, angry, and angry. But as time went on, I noticed this person was still pretty active on our social media pages and engaging with our show, listening to our station still. It started to occur to me that I can't please everyone. There are going to be people who don't like my laugh or the sound of my voice, which are things that I can't change, or maybe they don't like the content I talk about on air, and that's totally okay. All I can focus on is bringing my best work to every show and leave it at that. That's a skill I've been practicing a lot since I got into radio, and now I spend little to no energy or time on criticism and insults. Why waste my time and energy wrapped up in that when I can spend my energy on more positive things that help me grow? And something that helps me deal with criticism and rejection is joking about it. Most of the time, insults are supposed to make you feel bad, right? But when I got that comment about how that person didn't like my laugh, my co-host at the time and I decided to talk about 
my laugh on our show and that like I should change it and what other silly laughs I could change it to. And I remember having such a great time laughing about that comment and poking fun at myself. And that really helped me move past that and other harsh things people would say about me. I don't have control over some things that happen to me, but I can control my response to those things. And that includes controlling my emotions. Anger is not helpful in situations where you feel rejected and when you're dealing with insults and criticism because anger snowballs and that can get out of control. And I totally felt that when I read that person's comment about my laugh. I just felt so angry and so upset because this person didn't know me personally. Why was she attacking me? So the author also brings up a really great point in her book here. She says, as adults, we have options when it comes to the way we deal with rejection, including rejection that occurred in the past. So I feel like harnessing emotions like anger is a really huge part in being more confident. If I'm confident in who I am, what I believe, and what I bring to the table, does it really matter what other people say about me? Now when I get criticized and insulted for whatever reason, I ask myself, are those things true about me? And does that opinion really matter? What am I basing my self-worth, self-esteem, and self-confidence on? What other people say about me or what I know to be true about myself? When I find myself getting upset over what was said about me or to me, that means I believe those criticisms about me. And that means I think those things are true. I'm pretty much giving them the power over me because I've gotten so worked up over something they said about me that I know wasn't true. At an old workplace, uh, a close friend of mine mentioned to me that one of our coworkers said, Vanessa hates everybody. And apparently this person came to this conclusion because I rarely spent time outside of work with coworkers. And I laughed when my friend told me about this because I know it's not true. And my friend laughed as well because she knew it wasn't a true statement about me. Did I get upset over what this person said? No. I could have easily gotten really angry over this comment, but I chose not to let it in. I don't hate everybody. I know that. My friends know that. And that's all that matters. Getting let go from jobs is also a form of rejection that I've been through. Even though management told me it had nothing to do with my work ethic and my performance at work, it's not a great feeling to be told that you are going to be terminated from your job effective immediately and to just pack up whatever you have and leave the building right away. (laughs) I also think about my relationship heartbreaks, probably the biggest rejections I've experienced in my life. 100% of the time, I was the breakee, not the breaker. So all of those times, I was left feeling really sad and rejected. But even though I went through a lot of hurt and pain then, I wouldn't change what happened because I learned so much about myself, about relationships, communication, forgiveness, compassion. I have way more knowledge and life experience because of those heartbreaks, and I can't be mad at that. 
I would not be where I am and I would not be who I am now if the first guy I ever dated hadn't broken up with me, if I was never let go from one of my first radio jobs, if I hadn't gone through those tough times. And all of those times I've been rejected totally helped me gain confidence because I got through those times. I came out on the other side with a better understanding of who I am and who I'm meant to be. Another thing that helps me deal with rejection now and things that have happened to me in the past is learning not to take things personally, which I will talk about next week. Thank you for listening to my episode this week. If you want to know the book I've been referring to in the last few episodes, it's called Ultimate Confidence, The Secrets to Feeling Great About Yourself Every Day by Marissa Peer. I'm so grateful that you found my podcast. If you have any questions or comments, my email address is hello at vanessachu.com and click on the follow button for my show so you know when I release a new episode.